A recent article from CNBC said this, as coronavirus forces millions of people to work remotely, the U.S. economy may have reached a tipping point in favor of working from home. Have you found yourself working from home during this time? You know, whether you're an employee working remotely, whether you just recently found yourself quarantined, or whether you're an entrepreneur that is building a side hustle or has been working from home for a long time now, learning how to be productive, get things done, and stay motivated from home is critical. And for me, over the past five years, I've ran a small business from my home. Over the past 10, I've had side hustles that I've always done video editing and had a home office or a corner of a living room. And I've had to figure out what are the best practices and the best principles of staying productive. You know, I've studied high performance and productivity of the top billionaires and artists and CEOs to learn their secrets. And I've personally battled procrastination and I've made a lot of mistakes on the journey. So in this video or podcast episode, I'm going to be breaking down 10 tips for staying productive and working remotely. And we're getting into it right now. Welcome to the Think Marketing Podcast, the number one podcast for growing and scaling your business with online video. I'm Heather Torres. And I'm Sean Cannell, and we're from Think Media. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. This show is dedicated to helping you learn how to get your content notice and the latest money-making strategies working right now online. So whether you wanna grow your YouTube channel or you wanna maximize video across all of social media, this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Think Marketing Show. I'm so pumped that you're here, whether you are watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite platform. I'm so grateful you're here. And today, I couldn't think of a more important topic during this time right now. We're gonna be talking about how to work from home and 10 specific tips that are gonna help you get more done because here's the deal. You need to get stuff done right now. I know that you might've found yourself in financial hardship, Maybe you've been laid off or maybe you're just working remotely and trying to figure out how to keep your boss happy. We're going to be talking about some actionable tips that are really, really going to help you. You know, a couple things I've seen that have been happening in culture right now is Zoom video communications. You know, the video conferencing software, their stock has gone up almost 30% in the last month. As the market has continued to crash in other ways, their stock has gone up and soared. And, you know, I think it's pretty obvious why, because all of a sudden everyone's like, man, how do I have these virtual staff meetings? How do I actually connect my teams? I've seen churches and nonprofits meeting with their staff and hosting small groups using software like that. So we are seeing this massive circumstantial push into remote remote working. You know, Oracle, Apple, Google are among the largest companies right now who've restricted travel and asked their employees to work remote remotely as a precaution against the novel coronavirus. And so in this time, no matter whether you're an employer, an employee, or unemployed, or an entrepreneur, this information matters. This episode might be the most important episode you ever listen to here on the Think Marketing Podcast. And so a couple tips before we get into the main content. Employers, this is the time to really focus on educating and equipping your team to be productive when working remotely. Like if you have any kind of team, any kind of virtual assistants, 
you got to maybe share this episode with them, pass this information along because this could be entirely new. I mean, it's not that people don't want to do a good job. It's that all of a sudden they find themselves like, wait a minute, I got all these distractions and now I'm at home and I've never done this before. And so employers be thinking about resources, training, reinventing yourselves, how you're going to meet, how you're going to keep your team inspired, how you're going to keep them motivated. Employees, you need to learn this. Do not take your job for granted. Maybe you found that you are working from home right now. It's not a guarantee that you're going to have a job tomorrow. So you want to be in the top percentile of producing results for your employer. How can you connect your work to the bottom line? At our team, we call those IPAs, not the beer. We call them IPAs, income producing activities. Connect your actions to being peak productive when working remotely. And we're going to share tips in just a second. And if you're an entrepreneur or you're unemployed, and so now you're considering entrepreneurship and making money on the side or building a business right now, your life freaking depends on this. Like if you're an entrepreneur, you don't have anyone to motivate you. You got to motivate yourself. You don't have anyone to keep you focused. It depends on you. It's all on you. And so you have to find a way to make sure that your days are productive, focused, and that you get things done when working remotely. So this applies to all of us. So let's dive into the tips. And the first one is start right. If you're going to stay productive when working remotely, you've got to start right. To me, that means starting with a powerful morning routine. Now I want to recommend a book, and this is probably a topic for a full dedicated episode because morning routines, there's a lot of nuances. I've studied the morning routines of billionaires and top CEOs and top athletes, and a lot of people that have accomplished great things have had a powerful prize fighter morning routine. And so uh, the book is The Miracle Morning and check out the Audible or the, uh, the physical book or ebook. We'll, of course, link that up in the show notes. And that's a book that changed my life years ago where I realized, man, I have to get up and get in the right mindset. I have to get into the right, uh, you know, headspace. I got to guard my heart, my soul, make sure I'm ready for the day. You know, you might be waking up right now literally with anxiety and depression staring you right in the face, like a weight on your chest. You got to fight that thing. And a strong morning routine can shift your mentality and get you into the right state to take on your day. I get up and I look at my goals. I get up, I pray, I read my Bible. I get up, I read another book or I listen to it on Audible. Some days, pretty much every other day, I'll go on a run. And most days, I try to do a stre- just stretching to just get limber, get hydrated. I drink some coffee. And so really write down maybe just a morning routine and commit to it if you want to have a great day working remotely. And specifically on your morning routine, I like to also leave with a definition of these three things. Who are the people that I need to connect with today? Who do I need to follow up with? And who am I waiting on to follow up with me? This is the three Ps. What are the most important projects that I have going on today? And then what are my priorities? Maybe I'm working on a project right now. I am rebuilding our signature course called Video Ranking Academy. We're actually just about to do a live recording. It's absolutely incredible. I'm fired up for it. That's one of my most important projects. And so I, I, every day I have to say, okay, am I blocking time to work on that project? And then priorities. Today, what are like the three things that 
if you don't get anything else done, you gotta get these three priorities done today. You wanna know at the end of your morning routine the people, the priorities, and the projects. And a quick tip for starting right is don't check email or social media first. You know, one of the best ways to mess up your mind, to mess up your your day, is to check in on someone else's agenda. I've heard people define your, your email inbox as a collection of other people's agendas. I'm not saying don't ever check email. I'm saying your morning should belong to you. What is your goal, your vision? What are you focusing on uh, first and getting, and then checking in with everybody else once you have tackled self-care really and, and guarding your own heart and get your own confidence up, but also uh, maybe even your own creative projects for the f- first few hours of the day before you check in on everything else you need to do. And of course that depends on maybe you're like, I'm an employer. I do have to check in first thing. Well then, or an employee. Well then, yeah, do whatever you have to do. But as an entrepreneur, um, I want to get a lot of my creative work done before I check in on other things. And then um, another really practical tip, get dressed. I know. It's kind of exciting that you're working from home so you can, you know, we, we joke about it when you are like an online entrepreneur that's like, man, I can do business in my boxers. But I've kind of learned this, that being in my pajamas three days in a row and not showering and not shaving is the quickest way that I get into the wrong mindset and depression. I'm not kidding, right? I, I've noticed that just my overall confidence goes down and that I, I stop having unstoppable confidence because I'm not getting up and dressing like a professional. Therefore, I don't really think of myself as much as a professional and then I don't get professional results. I've worked from home for years now. People even wonder why, why do you even get up and get dressed and like wear something different? It's because, because it's for me. It's for me to say, I'm going to put myself together and it's an outward symbol of the inward reality that I want to experience that, man, I'm going to crush this day and I'm going to enter and attack this day like a professional. Tip number two, if you're going to start right, number one, you need to start the night before. Tip number two, start the night before. This means if possible, plan your next day the day before. Because if you wake up like me, man, you're groggy and you go, okay, what am I supposed to do today? You know, what, and you might even, what are my priorities today? I don't know. I got so much on my plate. I'm not even sure what I'm supposed to do next. When you actually go to sleep knowing generally outlining what your next day is going to be like, then you can attack the day with so much more effectiveness when working remotely. Of course, this also makes, uh, this in, in, is influenced by your decisions the night before. I've learned that, you know, maybe you're like, man, I work remotely now. I got all the flexibility. We, we hang out with the kids a little bit late, stay up a little later, you know, binge watch some Netflix shows, you know, have a couple drinks, uh, you know, read into the night, play some games, whatever it is. Next thing you know, you're behind on sleep. Next thing you know, you're behind on your nutrition and you're going to carry how, what you did the night before into the next morning. I know this isn't maybe even sexy or encouraging, right? You're like, dude, this sounds awful, bro. But like, you got to double down in discipline if you want to have a really effective day. And that's going to be influenced by the night before. So for me, I want to get enough sleep. For me, it makes, I I think about what I eat, especially during the week, you know, during the week when I want to be most productive during, if you will, work days. And then on the weekend, it's a little bit different. Maybe that's time to, if you will, have your cheat day or, or whatever. And, um, 
And so just start the night before. How can you set yourself up the night before for the next day? This could also mean setting your workout clothes out. You know, yesterday I, I put down my running gear is like a whole bunch of things. Now I want to make sure that my, I know where my Apple watch is. So for tracking the run, where my headphones are at. So they're charged. I got my running playlist. I listen to a lot of EDM and, uh, high paced, like, you know, DJs and drum and bass music when I run and stuff like that. And, uh, I got a runner's belt cause I bring my phone with me and I got the, if it's a little bit chilly outside here in Las Vegas, I got like the running or legging things. I got a little neon jacket so I don't get hit by a car. I got the hat. So there's all these different items. Here's, here's what I've learned. If I haven't put those things out and gathered them the night before, sometimes I'm wandering the house 40 minutes trying to sip some coffee. Where's the runner's belt? I have no idea. My phone, my, my headphones are dead. So I'm like, let me let these charge up for a while. And then I just sit around waiting and get distracted on other things. You've been there, I'm sure. I've been there. Think about how you can set up your next day for success by starting the night before. That'll help you. Number three, close the door. I think this is a symbol of protecting your focus. If you're going to get things done and you're going to you know, be productive when working remotely and working from home, you got to protect your focus as much as possible all day long. This is going to affect your profits, by the way. Why do I want to be productive, Sean? So that you get a raise so that you don't lose your job. Why do I want to, why do I want to be productive, Sean? Because as an entrepreneur, your actions need to be producing results for your bottom line. Why do I want to be productive? So you can get results, and the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you protect your focus. So for me, closing the door is actually a big deal. I like having doors closed um, in my home office because then I can't see out of my peripheral what's going on out there. It shuts down a little bit of the noise that's happening out there, right? So that's just something practical for me. What do you need to do to guard your focus? Now, as a disclaimer in this whole episode, um, I don't have kids yet. My wife, Sonia, and I have got a baby on the way. We're in the second trimester. And so you might be like, dude, this sounds nice, bro. Like, but I got seven kids that are screaming and swinging off the chandeliers. You got to do you and figure out your routine and your system. And we're actually going to be doing a follow-up episode where Heather Torres is going to share her tips that come from an entirely different perspective. I talked to her about this episode and she was like, that's pretty idealistic, Sean. You know, I have a dream that I could do your same routine as you. But she did say this, man, you got to communicate with your family. You need to set boundaries with your family, with your kids. Work is work, and it needs to be scheduled. You know, I don't know how you can go to your employer and say, you know, like it was just tough, my, my kid, you know, throughout the day. And I get it. You might, you got to do what you got to do, but your employer is paying you to work eight hours. You got to work eight hours, even if you're working at home. And it's going to be interesting to see with all this remote work that I really believe some are going to actually kind of fail during the season if they can't figure this out. Because at some point, employers are going to measure results. And so work is work and it needs to be scheduled. So that means communicating with your husband or your partner or your nanny or your daycare or your kids if they're a little bit older and saying, look, I, you're adults, you know, if they're like seven or eight. I don't know. She's going to be speaking more to this, but you've got to close your door and protect your focus. You know, I was a director of communications at a church and, um, for me, that meant that one, I had a couple of team members that I had to manage, but I was also a creator myself. So I had to edit, get things done. Um, and 
because of that, I noticed that there was a trend happening where uh, my I would constantly be having my team just come into my office throughout the day, sometimes every 15 minutes, every 30 minutes. And what I learned was that all of those interruptions uh, would shut down my productivity and would take me a long time to get re-engaged in the work. In fact, it's actually been studied that employers lose 2.1 hours a day to their workers due to interruptions and distractions. That's 546 hours annually. And so let's say you're making 20 bucks an hour. That's $11,000 a year that just gets burnt up by interruptions and distractions. Now, it's not that you obviously have to communicate with your team if you have a team. But what I learned was I had to actually set boundaries to guard my focus with my team and say, look, we're either going to talk about all of this all at once or you're, you could send me an email or send me a text, but you can't just barge into the office and constantly interrupt my focus and my flow because I am trying to get things done. And so I put a sign up and, you know, it was kind of joked about, it was kind of mocked and whatnot, but it was like, just like in a radio station on air, like, don't come in here. I am working. My friend, if you want to be productive at home, entrepreneur, content creator, you got to guard your focus. And when you do, you're going to get more done. And when you get more done, you're going to have more outputs. And when you have more outputs, you're going to have more results. And when you get more results, you're going to make more money. And when you make more money, you're going to be able to provide for your family. But it all comes back to the discipline, the decision, the communication. You got to set the boundaries up and you got to figure out your life to close the door and protect your focus. Tip number four is create an inspiring workspace. Create an inspiring workspace. You know, it's hard to get up and want to get motivated if you're working someplace that you hate. And I mean like your environment, your desk, your computer, the decor. If it's super messy, you know, it it can just be distracting and not inspiring. Now you might be like, well, Sean, you know, I don't really have much space. My office is a corner of a living room. I don't even have a dedicated home office. You got to do you, but how can you, here's the question, um, level up your workspace, how can you, you know, for me, I got a little humidifier. I put some doTERRA uh, essential oils in there and it's that breathe and it kind of gives me that like mint, kind of gets the air, your channels, your breathing opened up. I start my day, so I'm thinking about, you know, the fragrance there. I happen to be by a window and it's a blessing to have an office where I can close the door and I got a view of the backyard. So I'm thinking about natural light. When I didn't have natural light, I'm thinking about lighting. I like having a lot of lights on. If it's dingy, dark, smelly, you know, discouraging, uninspiring, that's going to be hard to get your best work done. So how can you create an inspiring workspace wherever you are, especially if you're new to working remotely, you know, might be something you chip away at. You think about how can you rearrange things, rearrange rooms, get some furniture, change some furniture, create an inspiring workspace. And tip number five is keep your workspace clean. You know, it's been proven that clutter reduces productivity. It increases anxiety. It, it, it will, you won't get as much done and you, the stuff you do get done, you won't feel as good while you're doing it. You won't know what to prioritize. And so I'll admit, I do have a rather large, basically almost our entire second floor of our house is kind of business workspace. And my loft right now where we shoot videos and we have some stuff, it, it's, it's not decluttered. It's, 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 it's not good at all. I don't want you to see it. But my office, 
I keep it clean. That place where I work, where I'm focused, where I'm journaling, taking notes, making my battle plan and my battle board for the day, where I'm recording videos, I got to keep that clean because I know that it's going to help me stay productive when I'm working from home. Well, hey, I hope you've been getting value out of this. I got five more tips for you. But if you're watching this on YouTube, smash like. And if you're listening to it somewhere else and you can rate a review and you haven't rated or reviewed the Think Marketing Podcast yet, please do that. Man, you sharing this with somebody, maybe a leader, an employer, an entrepreneur that needs to hear it means the world to me and our team. So please do that. I hope you've been getting value. And I want to ask you, you know, leave a comment below or leave a review, you know, what have you learned here and what do you need to do in your life for your business to maybe guard your focus uh, as far as working remotely? Uh, what could you do different the night before? You know, how, how could you improve your morning, morning routine? Can you close your door, make a sign, communicate with your family, protect your focus? What could you add to your workspace this week that would inspire you? And, you know, does your workspace just need to be cleaned up? And do that today, and all of a sudden, it might bring a fresh wave of energy, a fresh wave of motivation, and help you really tackle the next step. Well, hey, tip number six is kill distractions. This might mean turning off social media. In fact, I recommend it. Now, you might be like, what the heck are you talking about, bro? This is the Think Marketing Show. Our job is social media. I got to be on Instagram. I got to be scrolling and commenting back and answering DMs. I got to be posting on LinkedIn. No, I get it, but you need to be doing that on your own time, in your own terms, and you need to be doing that in a, a, a pre-planned, productive way. You know, it's interesting that iPhones these days now tell us our screen time at the end of the week, and that can sometimes be a discouraging metric. Now, if you're typing out a caption on Instagram, you're getting something done. Well, that's amazing. If you're shooting a video and your screen is open shooting videos, that's awesome, but if you're just on social media scrolling, you could just be wasting your time. And look, it's diminishing your willpower. It's taking your energy. It's causing you probably to have FOMO or comparison. It's probably not helping. I found that a lot of times when I go scrolling, I don't usually feel better afterwards. And so how can you kill distractions? How can you interrupt your interruptions? And you may want to try one of these social media apps that can actually help you stay productive. We'll put a link to an article that has 10 different apps that block social media sites or news feeds and things like that. Some of the apps are called like Off Time Freedom App Block. And this is where you with wisdom look ahead and say, yeah, it's not helping me to just be scrolling on Instagram. Yes, in the morning for that one hour, I'm going to shoot that live stream, do that post, reply to people. I'm going to be answering DMs to build my business in the afternoon, but I don't need to be scrolling all day. Consider maybe using some apps to support your discipline and your willpower. I've learned that if I, there's a million things I want to look at. I can open my email inbox. Oh, look, there's a sale at my favorite online store. Oh, look, there's some cool person doing a webinar, doing a training. If you need to learn that skill right now, and that's a webinar you need to watch, good. But you don't just need another shiny object in your life or business. You need to be focusing on the next right step for you, you know? And so take back your time and kill distractions. Interrupt your interruptions. If you know that, yeah, in the afternoon, I'm a little tired, a little groggy. And so I just go to my phone, 
turn on an app that blocks your social media apps during certain hours. And then you're like, boom, you know, you get off work and it's seven or eight, do whatever you want. You know, you need to have you time and you need to, you know, embrace that stuff. I'm talking about staying productive, working remotely for your employer as an entrepreneur, because staying distracted on a bunch of just what may even kind of, you justify it. Cause you're like, yo, I, you know, I'm researching, I'm watching more YouTube videos on tips. How many more tips do you need? Like I'm watching YouTube. I know you need some more strategies, but you also need to press record. Like you need to punch fear in the face, punch procrastination in the face and, and press record. And so kill distractions. Tip number seven, eat smart and stay hydrated. Sean, this is the worst podcast of all time. You're, you're, bro, you're just a buzzkill. I'm just trying to help, man. And I know this, that when I don't eat smart throughout my day, if I eat too heavy, I get tired in the afternoon. If I binge on snacks and some candy or some uh, too much sugar, it kills my energy. Especially during crisis, man, I need creative power in my mind more than ever before. During crisis, I need to have my best work. When I sit down and batch record some podcasts or batch record some videos, I got to show up so I can be present, so I can be vibrant, so I can have energy. And if I eat the wrong things or if I'm not hydrated, then I'm not going to be able to show up for you. You got to show up for work at home. You got to show up with your best energy. So whatever that means for you, you know, typically uh, a little insight into my process is I eat pretty lean mainly five days a week, super lean breakfast, if not intermittent fasting. And I'll drink some bone broth and some green juice and coffee and maybe a protein bar. And then maybe I'll eat around lunch or uh, 12 or one and I'll eat, uh, it's actually called bitchin sauce. It's an all almond dip with, um, you know, those like red and yellow and orange peppers and maybe like some salad. And that's just my routine. You got to figure out yours. And I, I eat very little cause I found that kind of being in a fasted state, keeps my energy high, keeps my focus sharp. And then it's like, yo, off work, hanging out with wifey, let's go. Let's order out. Let's cook something. Let's get crazy, you know? But if you want to get stuff done during the day, you got to be intentional with what you put in your body and then stay hydrated. Drink as much water as you can. I don't think you could possibly drink too much water. Well, Sean, it's going to make me need to like go to the bathroom all day. That's probably a good thing because from sitting at home, you're going to be sitting and you're sedentary. So if you got to get up and constantly use the restroom, good. Oh my gosh, how awful would it be that you're constantly flushing toxins out of your body, that you're constantly resetting your system? And I found that a lot of times, um, you know, I do like coffee and I, I drink uh, usually one, two cups in the morning and then maybe one before my coffee curfew at one or two. If I go past that, I know it's really on and it's getting lit, man. It's getting crazy. If I'm drinking coffee at like 4.30, I'm like, it's, it's, I gotta, I'm grinding right now. But I try to, you know, uh, adhere to some of those things. And um, I've learned, though, that when my energy begins to dip, before I reach for caffeine, it might be better to reach for water because if I, I like, if I haven't been drinking water, I start getting dehydrated, it crashes my energy and actually I can recover a lot of that energy by simply being hydrated. All right, hey, tip number eight is then move and take breaks. If you're working remotely, you're working from home, you're probably sitting at a desk and 
if you're working in an office, you're probably sitting at a desk. Now I know we have all different jobs and maybe your job has you on your feet. Maybe you're delivering packages, driving around. If you're driving, you're probably sitting. But a sedentary lifestyle is not good for any of us. And so we have to be intentional to move. For me, I work from home in Las Vegas in our neighborhood. I like to call them water walks. And I try to take one, two, three of those a day where I just do a little loop around this one area of our neighborhood. And if possible, bring water with me and I'm doing two things. I'm getting hydrated as I just take a walk. Um, moving just means maybe get up and stretch. And best practice from all the research that I've done is showed that you actually kind of want to do that about every 50 minutes. Now I get in a flow and when I'm planning videos, when I'm building out courses, when I'm shooting stuff, a lot of times I'll grind consistently and I won't really take a break, but I'll also notice I'll feel that later. And what I've learned is that usually for every 50 minutes of work, you want to stand up, stretch, drink some water, um, you know, release tension and set intention, stretch out a little, you know, feel it, release the tension, be like, okay, man, that phone call sucked, you know, whatever, whoever you were on with or whatever. And you're like, all right, what, what do I got to do next? I got to crush this next task, this next thing, release tension, set intention and potentially take a walk. You might also want to think about investing in a standing desk and we'll throw a link in the show notes to, um, uh, we've done a couple different videos on standing desks. Now, unfortunately, I don't have this in my main office. I have it in my loft. And when it's clean, I got to clean the clutter. I'll a lot of times work from my laptop out there because from standing or being able to sit and stand, that can help you. Just think about practical ways to get your body moving. Because when you got the blood flow, you know, this is why I love running. Because as an entrepreneur, when I'm running, my brain gets fired up. I start getting ideas. I start solving problems. And I also, this is why when I'm just sitting at my desk and I need to plan out, I do some keyword research, I got four videos to plan, and I just stare at a blank page, like ain't nothing flowing, ain't nothing coming out of my brain. Probably because I don't have any oxygen in my blood, I'm dehydrated, and I have been sitting around all day. How crazy is it that once you start to move, ideas begin to flow again? Steve Jobs was famous for doing walking meetings with his team. He'd be like, let's go. We're going to have a meeting. Let's walk around the Apple complex. And so you got to move. You got to get going. And that'll activate your brain, your energy, come on, your emotions, your creativity. There's a fluid stance board. It's like this little surfboard you balance on and you can stand on at a standing desk. It just keeps your legs engaged and it keeps with all these micro movements. Look for some of these tools and we'll link to some of those things in the show notes uh, that have really helped uh, me and I believe will help you as well. Hey, tip number nine is do not multitask. This one's crazy, y'all. Do not multitask. So I found an article in an infographic that only 2% of people can successfully multitask. So look, that's probably not you, right? The remaining 98% of us, multitasking does more harm than it does good. And so uh, what we think when it comes to multitasking is we think, oh, you know what? I'm going to be you know, answering these emails over here while I'm doing this thing over here, or I'm going to have chat open while I do this. And that, my friends, is a myth. Listen to this. Focusing on more than one th thing decreases your productivity by 40% and lowers your IQ by 10 points according to Harvard Business Review. You know, look at this. 
that is an equivalent of missing an entire night of sleep, and it's twice the effect of smoking marijuana if you multitask. You're like, yo, bro, what have you been taking, man? You're like, dude, you look like you got some good stuff. No, bro, I've just been multitasking. You're like, man, I'm just like, I'm just like lit right. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Your IQ goes down, your productivity goes down when you multitask. You might say, no, that's not me. I can do multiple things at once. Science says you can't. And if 40%, my friend, so you could double your productivity. You want to get more videos done. You want to finish that course, finish that book, finish that ebook, create that thing. Stop multitasking. You can increase your productivity by 40% if you do that and not lower your IQ. So, so let's talk about this practically. This is also why that same stat of 2.1 hours a day are lost by the average employee because of interruptions and distractions. When you don't shut off notifications on your phone, that's a tip. When you don't shut off and interrupt your interruptions of getting phone calls, getting FaceTimes. Now you might be like, I work at a call center, Sean. Well, okay, well then that's your job. That's what you're focusing on, cool. But especially, I'm talking to you entrepreneur, I'm talking to you person who needs to produce results and has some autonomy and freedom working from home. You've got to really say, if you wanna accomplish deep work, you know what, I'm editing for these next couple hours and that's all I'm doing. The door's shut, video editing software open, I'm gonna get this video done. And don't you agree with me that on a lot of the projects we work on, uh, if we really put our mind to it and we put a time limit on how long that thing was gonna take, we probably could get it done in half the time. You know what I mean? Like there's times where we've learned, like, I got a whole day to edit this video, it's gonna take all day. But if you gotta get it done by noon, then it's gonna get done by noon, you know, one way or another. And so stay focused, avoid multitasking or kill it all together and really be careful with technology. The article talks about technology is encouraging us to be more fruitless in multitasking. You got notifications coming on, bing, someone's going live. You know, the cool thing about live streaming is that you can go back and watch it on demand. And so I typically don't actually like watching people live. Thank God if you watch some of our live streams and I love it when we could be there live and engage. But for me, I love consuming content from my favorite creators, but I prefer to go back and watch the replay. To me, that's on demand, right? On my time when I schedule it. Not, and I get tempted. In the middle of the day, I get a text message from some of the online courses and the programs I'm subscribed to. I'm like, oh, dang, I want to go watch that. But then I got to ask myself, what do I need to do next? What's my team waiting on? What's my most important task right now? What's my most important priority? And then I can say, instead, I'm going to calendar block the time to go back and consume that content. I'm not going to miss out on it. I can do that tomorrow or at the end of the next day put it on my calendar, get my journal right, and do it when I choose, not letting myself being interrupted or letting it potentially play in the background and think that I'm gonna get a bunch of information out of this while also doing this thing over here. Kill multitasking, come on, and you're gonna double your productivity. Well, I got one more tip for you, and then we've got our kind of shout outs at the end and a couple cool announcements, um, and so definitely stick around. But tip number 10 is give yourself some grace. You might've felt this episode was a little bit of, uh, you know, hardcore. And I hope that's what you're here for is, you know, a little bit of coaching in terms of being productive as an entrepreneur here at the think marketing show. We're here to help you. 
We want your profits to go up, your results to go up, and for you to get more done, not just for you, but for the team that you're going to build in the future, the team you have now. But you got to give yourself grace. If you're new to working from home, new habits are going to take time. I just outlined a set of practices and kind of a lifestyle I've built over the last decade. I've been obsessed with how to experience peak productivity, get the most done. Why? Because what's it for? Why be so hyperproductive so that when I'm off, I'm off so that I can have the freedom to go out and experience stress-free time with my wife, Sonia, where we can take the Jeep and drive through the desert, or we can just head off on a road trip, or I can go snowboarding in Park City, or just I can take the weekend and play some video games. Like, I want to be able to really enjoy my time off. Therefore, I want to get as much done when I'm working. But these new habits take time. So give yourself grace. You know, on board, like getting interrupted, you know, and, and I also, I'm not trying to sit here on some kind of pedestal and say, like, I don't get interrupted anymore or that I don't just find myself in a Instagram, you know, scrolling frenzy. And I also don't find myself, I don't really want to do that next project. So instead I'm just going to like surf social media and justify it because I'm doing research. No, no, no. We all need to give ourselves grace. These habits take time and no matter how hard you try, some days just won't go well. Like some days are awesome. Some days the interruptions don't come or there's just a grace to it and a flow to it. Some days there isn't. And so you got to just take each and every day, day by day and try to get up the next day and learn from the lessons the prior day taught you. And I've also learned that interruptions could be okay. You know, if you do have autonomy and you're your own entrepreneur, you can take the middle of the day to spend some time with your kids you can, you know, if your spouse needs something, just go to lunch with them and it wasn't planned. That's the beauty of running your own business. And sometimes that might be the best decision in the moment. And so I'm not suggesting so much hyper productivity that you don't even see the opportunity in interruptions. Sometimes a call will come through. It wasn't planned, but I see who it is. And I end up in a 90 minute conversation. Well, it's very important. It was very strategic or it's just catching up. You know, sometimes you do need to connect with friends or you need to connect with family. But if you're an employee, last time I checked, if you were in the office, you didn't really have the freedom to just be like, you know what? I just need to do a two hour conversation with my mom. I think your boss would be like, bro, you're at work. How about you do the call after work? So you really got to juggle this work is work, but some interruptions could be strategic. They could be God putting somebody in your step. It could be a divine setup or it could be a distraction. So try to weigh those, figure those things out, expect and give yourself grace in the whole time. And let me just say that this is literally one of the biggest skills, not just for now, not just for during this crisis and this time of, uh, you know, being quarantined, but this is where the world is going in the future. There's going to be more remote workers. There's going to be, you're going to find yourself probably building a remote team. Maybe right now you have a day job, but you're working on your dream job and you're looking to build a business like we've built here at Think Media. You know, we want to help 10,000 people create a full-time living, doing what they love while making a difference in the world with online video. We get to work from home and we do have freedom. We can do what we want, when we want, where we want, with who we want. We can spend time with the people that matter most to, uh, uh, to us and take off a couple days during the week or go snowboard for three days in Park City. But by the way, the only reason we can do that is because of yesterday's discipline and action and productivity. But you gotta develop this skill. 
First of all, you got to lead yourself, manage yourself and, and get dialed in personally. But eventually you're going to need to pass these skills on to try to figure out how to build a small team or to build a, a crew that is going to build that business, that online business, that freedom business that maybe is your goal that you want to do. I've learned that again, a lot of YouTubers sometimes break down at a certain scale. They got some money going, they even got like a six figure income going, but they can't scale their business because they can't figure out how to get teams motivated or unify remote workers and communicate. It's a new skill set. And so I hope this episode was a blessing to you. I hope it probably challenged you a little bit, but I really believe that when you work on these skills, when you work on mastering your daily productivity plan, when you develop the habits necessary for you to stay productive when working remotely, and when you also help your team do it and pass this along to anybody that needs to hear about it, that we can take more ground, that we can make a greater impact, that we could generate more profits, serve more people, and make a greater difference in people's lives and the world from our homes with this information. So there are some incredible things coming up here at Think Media, and I just want to inform you about a few. First of all, we are so excited for Grow With Video Live 2020. That's right, this September in Las Vegas. What does the future hold, Sean? We don't know for sure, but we are moving full speed ahead. I've got a couple friends of mine who've you know, had to reschedule their events. They have some happening in August, so we are fully confident that people are gonna be able to fly here in Las Vegas. And man, we've got a crazy lineup of speakers. If you haven't got your ticket, go to growthvideolive.com. You're gonna get the best rate for the conference at the website right now. And now just might be the time to grab your tickets. Um, a lot of times you can get tickets that are refundable or you can get travel insurance just in case for some reason this thing was uh, super crazy and went for a super long time. And so you're gonna have that flexibility. And no matter what, we're gonna be delivering value. We're all in for Growth Video Live here in Vegas. But we'll adapt and pivot too to delivering online value and turning it into a virtual summit with extra coaching or extra benefits or whatever. You just know that we got your back regardless. So get your tickets for Grow With Video Live. Check out all of the speakers on the website. And if you haven't done the giveaway, make sure to rate and review the podcast and follow the steps at the think, not the, at thinkmarketingshow.com. And that's going to take you, it's going to tell you a few steps that you can do where all you have to do is on an Apple podcast, leave a review of the podcast, rate it, and uh, then you just take, take a screenshot of it and email it to us. All those details are at thinkmarketingshow.com and you'll be entered to win two free tickets to Grow With Video Live with Heather Torres, Omar el Chris Ducker, Pat Flynn, Shalene Johnson, Pete Vargas, Content Bug, Vanessa Lau, Stephanie Liu. Man, it's gonna be amazing. And so definitely enter that giveaway and all those links plus everything else we talked about in this episode will be in the show notes um, of this episode and in the YouTube description. Hey, remember, what is your next action step? You know, after this episode, you might have been like, man, I got a couple action steps, a couple things that I could do to maybe boost my productivity and get more done at uh, home and while I'm working remotely. But put it into practice. You know, you don't develop 48 habits all at once. But what is the one that can move the needle most for you? Maybe it's going to be downloading one of those apps like Offtime, Freedom, or AppBlock so that you can stop the scroll and actually interrupt your interruptions during the day. Maybe it's creating an inspiring workspace. 
Um, you know, times are tough right now, but I think you still want to invest in yourself, your business, your education, and maybe your workspace. Maybe it's, you know, thinking about some tools, some tech, getting your live stream set up, set up, getting some artwork on the wall, getting something out there, get some succulents, whatever your vibe is, whatever your thing is. Uh, maybe it's that. What is your next action step after listening to the podcast? Let me know. And shout out to the review of the week um, this week. Again, these reviews are over on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for rating and reviewing the show. The support has been overwhelming and amazing. USC for Life says this, great content, but even better. And here's the review. Sean is the real deal. After years of watching his many YouTube videos, I reached out to him to have him on the Startup Story podcast to share his journey. He is equally amazing in person. I am so stoked to see Sean and the team bring their brilliance to the podcast format. Sean and the Think team are laser focused on delivering real value in everything they do. Go crush it, Team Think. Man, I appreciate that, USC for Life. Thank you for rating and reviewing the podcast. And thank you if you've shared this with somebody, liked it, reviewed it, left a comment on YouTube, anything at all. Appreciate you so much. And finally, I just want to encourage you this week to go out and stay focused on your goals. Make your vision so clear that your fears become irrelevant. Punch fear in the face, get your goals clear, and then wake up every day and hustle working remotely. Hustle working from home. Think about your why. Why are you doing this? Who are you fighting for? Reasons come before results. Reasons come first, results come second. When you remember that you're fighting for your family, you're fighting for your team, you're fighting for your future, you're fighting for a better world, you're fighting because you're still, you still got a job and you have sensitivity to those that have lost their job and you just are fighting because you're grateful for the gift of life that God has given all of us. Think about that this week punch fear in the face, get after your goals, and we will see you or you'll hear you or us in the next Think Marketing Podcast. Appreciate you. Talk soon.